Hey everyone, it's Evelyn, and this is Life Over Matter. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode. For those of you who are new to the podcast, uh, this is Life Over Matter. It is my journey on becoming my best self, and I'm challenging myself every day, several times a day, to try to figure out where the best course of action is to not only help change my own life and polish and try to become the best me that I can be, but share it with all of you who are listening in hopes that you can gain some perspective from it and uh, possibly do some of these exercises with me because I love your feedback. I also have all these times where I sit back and I'm like, did that help? Did that happen to anybody else? Or is it just me? Did anybody see that? Or is it just me? Uh, So uh, I go through these. I definitely suggest going back to season one if you are just joining and listening to those episodes are kind of the roots of it all. And if you join me, twice a week, every week. Thank you so much for coming back and spending time with me. I really, really appreciate it. Because I gave you guys almost an exact half an hour on Saturday's episode, I'm going to give you a little bit more today. Probably not falling in the best time because it's going to be Wednesday and you're going to have a lot of stuff to catch up on. A lot of you probably had short weeks for work because of the holiday that just passed, but I'm feeling really conversational. And I had filmed an entire series of podcasts that were supposed to air over the weekend. And because of technical difficulties, they're now out in the universe beyond my control. So uh, I'm going to be going over two articles with you today. And hopefully you'll be able to space them out through your Wednesday or whenever it is that you're able to listen to this. Anyhow, uh, I also am feeling very conversational because I'm very aware that this time last year I was in the hospital. I was going to have a party for the 4th of July and I was super excited and I don't have parties very often. This was like the first time in my, my new house. I'm doing air quotes because it's not really that new anymore. And I... If you've been listening for a while or you know me, you know that I love to cook and I cook everything from scratch. I use fresh herbs and spices and that whole, the whole jazz, very domesticated, okay? So I invited all of my local friends. I had cooked all this food. It was a wonderful spread. It was just amazing. I couldn't wait. I was sitting on the couch waiting for something. I I think someone to get back to me on an invitation or something like that. And all of a sudden, I just fell into excruciating pain. That is not an exaggeration. It was the worst pain that I've ever felt in my life. I thought I was going to die. Literally, when my boyfriend was taking me to the hospital, I was telling him, I can't breathe. I, I, th- I think I'm going to die. I, I don't know what's happening. Now, that might be a little a little bit too much drama. <laughs> I really did, though. Like, I was sweating. I couldn't breathe. It was, it was excruciating. I was grabbing on to anything I could grab onto, too. Like, in the car, I was grabbing onto the seat, cushions and stuff. Like, I was in so much pain. Well, then I got there, and because they didn't know what was wrong with me, uh, they started giving me all these tests and everything. And I couldn't help but to think, like, what if I really was having a heart attack or something? And you guys are just like, do, do, do. You know, I was just freaking out, right? And it was still, you know, in the very deep ages of COVID. Uh, So, you know, they were taking all these precautionary measures and everything. Meanwhile, I was, like, faltering. Turns out, for suspenseful minds that don't know, I was passing a stone and needed to get my gallbladder removed. So... Anyhow, because it was the holiday, they kept me in the hospital for like eight days. And it's just something with me. Every time I go to the hospital, if I have to go to the hospital, they don't let me leave. And so everything that I can do to try to self-care at home, because I know all those people down there by name, some of them I've worked with in the past, come in, they're like, here again, Evelyn. I'm like, yeah, oh yeah. So... Luckily, and knock on wood, it has been a year since I spent that quality time down in the hospital and eventually getting my gallbladder removed. Thank goodness. 
At any rate, for that whole holiday, I had nothing to do but sit and watch television in the hospital and, of course, go through all of these exercises on uh, what I was going to be filming at the time uh, and what was happening in my life and keeping everybody updated who was listening to the podcast. And I just remembered sitting in the window and watching the fireworks go off and nobody being allowed to visit me because it was COVID and just being lonely. And, you know, talking to the nurses so much that you could tell that they were like, oh, I've got to go into Evelyn's room and give her medicine again. And she won't stop asking me how things are like, you know, and I know this, I'm cognizant. So, um, yeah, this, this weekend, I really had a deeper appreciation. I didn't have a party, but I had friends over and it was just, it was nice to sit on my lanai and watch fireworks and cook some food and just enjoy great company and really relish the moment and live in the moment instead of looking at it through the window of a hospital bed. Anyway, uh, So, yeah, I've got conversational with my friends, of course, and I've got conversations to go over with you. So I hope that um, you've got some time for me today. Uh, I'm going to be keeping you probably longer than you're used to. Um, But I'm going to be filming it in a couple different segments, so you'll be able to stop and come back. Uh, If you are only able to listen to a certain section, you have to come back. Uh, I definitely am getting closer to reading another book. I don't know if it'll be The Alchemist because Amazon and the customer service issue uh, with The Alchemist digital copy has been really, yeah. I might get the hard copy though and read it. But in the meantime, I've got some other books that I've been kind of helicoptering over over the last couple of days, uh, thinking that Maybe we could do Sundays and Mondays reading time. I do see a lot of listens come in for my books, which is awesome. I call them my books. They're other people's books that I've read on here. Um, But what's really neat is that everybody who listens to this podcast shares the same interests. And um, I, I love that. I love that you guys are curious about the same things that I'm curious about. Because that curiosity never stops. I'm here to tell you. I am always trying to think of what the other side could be like and what this side is all about. Um, You know, making the most out of this side and trying to solve the world's uh, biggest mysteries of what happens on the other. Anyway, uh, so today I'm going to be talking to you about the human anomaly. And why this is fascinating to me is because In a lot of the places and things that I do in my life, uh, some of the most popular ideas come from those who are not afraid to be different. And something that I think is so awesome. I love talking to, to people of all walks of life. But something that really strikes me is a unique individual, someone who's not afraid to take risks, someone who's not afraid to be different. And I'm trying to be the same the same way uh, because it's a constant tug of war, right? You don't know whether to go with the flow and do what everybody else is doing or whether you want to be that person to stand out. Sometimes it feels like it's not great to be the person that, that stands out. And, and how do you stand out to be the person that everybody smiles when they think of you and doesn't you know, think of you and say, man, they were, pause, different. You know what I mean? And so uh, I was going over some of the different articles in order to present to today and record. And I was thinking about the tug of war between what makes people different and what makes them unique and how is that beneficial? I know that what I like is when something is happening all the time over and over and over again, just like eating the same foods over and over and over again whenever you're dieting or cooking the same recipe or going the same places out to eat all the time, if you go out to eat or, you know, things like that, it starts to get old and it starts to get predictable. And I think that people like surprises for the most part. Every once in a while, you'll run into someone who does not like surprises at all. Uh, But for the most part, a a surprise, something different, something unique, being the unicorn is really cool. And you just kind of have to go against the grain and have shoulders strong enough to be able to take 
whatever criticism comes back at you. Because trust me, if you're different, you're unique, and you stand out at all, you will receive a certain amount of criticism. And some people are really awesome at taking criticism and they use it to polish themselves. Or some people are very sensitive and they don't realize how sensitive they are until that criticism comes across and they let their feelings get hurt. So I've been both of those. I've been the person who's been more sensitive than I thought I was. And I've also been the person who is surprisingly uh, strong shouldered. I don't know if that comes with age or wisdom or whatever it is. But I also can stand back and look at the dashboard view and recognize the differences. So that's what I'm going to be talking to you about today. And I'll get the break in here early so that you guys can get yourself prepped. Today, we're going over why being different is a good thing first. And then we're going to go over 21 ways to stand out in life and at work right after this. Hey everyone, thank you so much for sitting through that break. I am so grateful to all of you for listening. You have no idea. I know that some of you listen to every single episode and are with me twice a week, every Saturday and Wednesday. And for you to listen to that message every time, I hope that you have thought of a sneaky Pete way to fast forward through it because we've almost recorded 300 episodes by this point, which is really awesome. Uh, It's been a year and a half of a roller coaster of emotions. Learned a lot and are still learning a lot. And today we're covering more than we have ever, really, uh, because I'm going through two articles with you and hopefully you'll find them as useful as I have found them to be. As I mentioned, uh, also, I had a bunch of content for the holiday weekend for you guys as Easter eggs to find by accident. Like, oh, hey, I want to listen to her do this, or, or she talked about this, or I want to play this for my friends, or whatever it is. And oh my gosh, she's got something new out. She's got something new out. But what happened was, is when I'm doing this editing of all of the, the podcast stuff, it's very color by number. It's very easy. It's nothing intricate. It's very, um, you know, I don't have to have a very technical background to be able to use any of the functions in having the podcast, uh, which is great. I taught myself how to use it um, and it's it's very not challenging, right? Uh, but what happens is, is depending on what equipment that I use to record the podcast, uh, there's different pluses and minuses for everything. And I won't get too deep into this because I know that you're here to listen to why it's important to be unique. But I, uh, I was using a different piece of equipment that doesn't put a standard time on how long I can record. I had dinner going, I had friends coming over, I was I was deep into the episodes, right? I had all of this stuff out, but at the same time I had water boiling, I had stuff in the oven, my dog was going crazy, a storm was coming through, I was making sure everything was clean and nice, it smelled good and all that jazz. And I was editing all of my material at the same time. So I was coming in, I was doing some editing, and this equipment is very touchy. If you touch a certain button and you do it the wrong way, you know, and you don't press it at the right time, it's very sensitive. So I pushed the wrong button and I went out to check my food. And when I came back, all of the information was gone. I did that with my playlist too a couple months ago. Amazon Music, I I got all these songs in order. I was so excited. They were in order by decades. So if I was feeling like the 80s one day, you know, whatever. If I was feeling like rock one day, I mean, I, I had it all down to a science. And I got a phone call right in the middle of editing my music playlist. And I pushed a button and I erased all the music. That happened to me in like February. It was awful. The feeling that you get when you delete something that you've worked hard on for a while, there's nothing like it. Anyway, so I I was torn between why it is important to be different and why it's so much easier just to go with the flow and fit in with everybody. It's very difficult to go against the grain. Whether it's something that you want to be heard by saying it's something that since the beginning of time, it's always been normal for someone not to speak up during something that is bothering them or that they feel is a good idea when every other idea is the same. And that works personally, professionally, 
any any atmosphere that you can think of being the person who's the unicorn is either looked at like you don't want to be around them because they have all these crazy ideas or you want to be around them because they have all these crazy ideas right (laughs) so how do you be a, a, a mixture of both right how do you not be afraid of what people are going to think and how do you recover from those ideas that get pushed to the wayside because they're not important enough or they're not relative enough at this time. You know, it's crazy because I was driving around. I drive around all the time. I love being in my car. And I was listening to some music from the 60s. And I don't remember what was on the radio, but I was listening to the words. And all I could think about the whole time that the song was playing was this played now would not be as great of a song like it was it was a classic song like whatever it was I was jamming out I, I mean the windows were down it just got done raining I have an awesome stereo in my car I was jamming and as I was singing it I was like man this does not hold the same meaning now as it did then so it makes me also segue into your thoughts have a moment right you could say something that you think is a great idea right now that may not be a great idea tomorrow or something that was a great idea now, right? You say it right now, but it was a great idea a week ago when you should have said something in the first place, but you wanted to fit in or you were afraid of rejection, which goes back to our episodes that we had a couple, a couple times ago, the, the bounce back, if you'd like to reference it. A uh, lot of, lot of great listens on there, by the way lot of great lessons at first it was slow to start at first I checked the demographics and I was like nobody's feeling the bounce back but then it shot up and everybody started listening to it so you guys can all relate to the challenges that I face right is that fear of rejection throwing all those ideas into the bucket and just kind of crossing your fingers and hoping that somebody relates to something that you're saying or multiple things that you're saying these are how some of our greatest innovators are heard this is how some of the people that speak Uh, that are, you know, philosophers of our time, are, you know, your Jay Shetties of the world, those are the ones that are heard because they're not afraid of people thinking that they're a little crazy sometimes. Because in all actuality, who is, right? What is right? And I don't want to sound cliche by saying that, you know, a lot of people will say, what is normal anyway? You know, I think that there's something to be said for that as well. But I think that one of the truest roads to success is throwing every, every type of way that you can think of out there to encourage positive change, whether it be a development or an innovation or an idea that changes a process or something as simple as changing the recipes that you make sometimes just changing one ingredient you just make that change and I am the first person in this podcast who will tell you that I am so uncomfortable with change sometimes and they reference it in this article and when it did it it touched my heart because I am one of those people who likes the rotating wheel I like to do things habitually and when something's out of place it makes me crazy until I get used to it like everything else and that's what the little voice has to tell me you know like my conscious has to say Evelyn you're gonna get used to this don't freak out it's gonna be fine you know and then I move on with my day right and that is what everybody challenges themselves with is that change right everybody has that little subconscious voice that says this is really uncomfortable I don't like this at all and then you you start to calm down you start to really settle into that change and it becomes a part of your new process your new routine and it becomes okay again right so first again I'm going to go through the 10 reasons why being different is a good thing and then we're going to take that over to 21 ways to stand out in life at work we're going to use that information again this is going to be a little bit longer of an episode than we usually do and I know that it's during the weekday but I also know that some of you guys listen to it at your leisure and I'm going to bust it up into a couple more segments than I usually do so that you can stop and you can come back whenever it's convenient for you. So 10 reasons why being different is a good thing. We kick it off with one of my most favorite sayings, which is, and those who were seen dancing were thought to be insane by those who could not hear the music. 
everything that we go through in life is an orchestration of what is to come, what we want to be right now and what is to come. For those who don't relate to that, it doesn't seem normal. There's that normal word again, that cliched normal word, which I'm not going to lie. I use it. I know. (laughs) Uh, But think about that concept for a minute. Some of the most successful people that you know in your life, think about them for a moment. They were different, weren't they? They weren't afraid to be different. They weren't afraid to be heard. And that's so commendable. If you're one of those people, it's amazing what you've done. And I can't wait to learn about doing it. So number one, it allows you to be true to yourself. This is why being different is a good thing. It allows you to be true to yourself. The most obvious and important first. The biggest disservice that you can do to yourself is shape-shifting to please your audience of the moment. It's exhausting, even to watch, and more importantly, pointless. You will never fully develop as an individual, and more often than not, fail miserably at your attempt to integrate with a particular club of people. Life has a knack for throwing situations at you that will soon show the world what you're really like, and ironically, in this judgmental society of ours, There's probably nothing so abhorrent as someone deemed to be acting fake in order to fit in. We've all met them. We've all been them at some point in life. (laughs) And we've all met them. You know exactly what they're talking about. You've got to be true to yourself. That's something that I think that is a daily thing for me is just reflecting back and be like, Evelyn, be true to yourself. Is this what you want? Is this how you feel? Is this what you're okay with? Is this you know, something. It's a choice. It's a choice. Go with the flow or go against the grain. Number two, it's a lot less stress. Following naturally from point number one comes this very welcome little extra benefit. Chances are, if you've ever tried to act differently to who you know yourself to be for any reason or any time period, and I can't think of anyone who hasn't done this at least once, you're familiar with the stress of it all. The anxiety about being found out after one wrong move, the tension of thinking up a spontaneous but believable reply to any question anyone may ask the current you, for want of a better word. All of it combined is positively nerve-wracking. Take a break and treat yourself to the luxury of a lot less hassle and worry by casting aside your inhibitions and being completely, completely yourself. Number three, you develop true and lasting relationships. Speaking of how all of this relates to other people and how life is bound to reveal you for who you really are soon enough anyway, consider for a moment how everyone else might react in such a situation. The ones who have known you all along as wonderful or not so wonderful individual that you are will find it no surprise. Those who haven't, however, are in shock and will probably never be the same with you again at best or run screaming for the hills at worst. The fact remains that being yourself will minimize the chances of you surrounding yourself with the aforementioned run for the hills at first sign of change variety of a person and move towards having relationships with the people who will stick with you through thick and thin. Because after all, when someone knows who you really are and still hang around you, they love you for just being you. Number four, it helps increase your creative potential. It's only by digging deep into your own self that you discover ideas that resonate with others. You're able to see why you can look at something and love it, hate it, or be bored by it. And once you know why you're responding that way, you can craft your work to evoke those specific feelings in others. Ask this question to any creative genius. You look up to an artist, an actor, a mathematician, a scientist, a musician, or even that really good pan wallabaya at the corner whose new combinations make for a mouth-watering treat, I guarantee they all will, in their own way, advocate the importance of knowing that you like and following what you think sounds, looks, feels, or tastes best in order to create a creative masterpiece. Try it. Go on. We love this one because... There's so much imagination that goes locked away in the brains of people who think that they don't want it to be heard. And I'm one of those people that try to like pull that, that person out, pull that creativity out of someone else, because some of the things that people come up with are absolutely a discovery, a, um, a true blessing 
to anybody who hears it. And to keep those locked away out of fear of rejection is just such a waste. Number five, you contribute so much more in the world. Ever heard of a child who would rather own a box of 12 gray crayons because gray is the new black, or even a box of all black for that matter, because it's classic? No. The more the better, says the child. A pack of 24 different shades is always better than the one with 12. And so they wouldn't say no to a pack of 80 if you can manage it. The same applies to life. Don't deprive the world of the vibrant purple or cooling green of your thoughts by masking it under the guise of whatever color block you're determined to be a part of. The world needs you in all of your flawed glory to be truly complete and please that color-loving inner child living inside of you and everyone around. Number six, it helps increase self-esteem. You alone are enough, says Maya Angelou. You have nothing to prove to anybody. When you discover that being yourself is truly enough to have everything that you tried to get by being someone else, it's enormously beneficial to your own sense of self-worth. There are people who want to be friends with you for who you are. There are those who admire you for your own brand of talent. Your opinions, your counted, yours, uncensored and unrestricted, not bound by any of the fetters of anyone else's expectations. That's something to really be proud of. Something to make you feel good about yourself. And we could all use things that make us feel good about ourselves. (laughs) Number seven, it prepares you for greater success. In life, whether it be a job interview or something more, individuality is always valued. No one wants a workplace full of the same type of people. Nobody wants a brainstorming session with all the same kind of ideas coming from every direction. No one wants a writer writing books exactly like the previous bestsellers, and no one, except a very accomplished art thief probably, would make an artist who can simply replicate old paintings successfully. Every successful idea in this world, be it a theory, a formula, a blueprint, an idea, has always been an original, individual, and new. And that goes back to what I was saying in the first segment. Some of the greatest successes that I've ever had in my life, or any of my friends, have been because they kind of threw their idea out there and waited for it to come back. And a lot of people, it wasn't the first idea. A million of them got smacked down right as they started coming out of their mouth. But it was that one idea that changed that process, that routine, changed that relationship. It changed that friendship. It was going out on a limb and not being afraid. And it being something that was shocking in a good way. And people run with that stuff, especially when it's something that makes them go, huh. You know, just have that moment, right? Number eight. You have the power to say no when you want. Fear of ostracism, unwillingness to be disliked, and unwillingness to be considered different and thereby undesirable and strange often lead to people making decisions they ordinarily wouldn't want to. Peer pressure, pushing teenagers everywhere to try to do drugs, is perhaps one of the greatest examples of this. When you are fearlessly yourself, these fears gradually melt away, which refers to our point two and three. And you have the power to say no to what you don't want to and live on your own terms. Number nine, and our final one for this article. (laughs) You will have fewer regrets. Perhaps an obvious follow-up to the previous point. When you make decisions based on what you want and feel is best for you, chances are that they will be the ones that you least regret. This is because when you look back, even at an attempt that failed miserably or a venture that went wrong, you will know that you did all that you could and will never be faced with the nagging question of what if, gnawing away at your soul. Knowing that you have lived a life the way that you wanted to, being true to your heart, it's the best anecdote to any possible self-pity or regret that might rear its ugly head at some point. I love that also. (laughs) I love that also because... There have been times where I've thrown ideas out there or I have started a venture or started uh, an idea process or or something where I just knew that it was going to be perfect. And it may have been a rocky road in the middle, but sticking with it and having persistence and looking at it from a different lens, having consistency, perspective, 
going through and fixing the wrongs and becoming polished and and using that reminding myself of that when I hit obstacles again you look back at those initial tries and you're so proud you're so proud of what you achieved you laugh actually at the things that you got knocked over for but at the end of it all you find the strength to do it again and that's because of the courage that you developed the strength of saying it's okay to fall and stumble it's okay to take these lessons with me and to to become a better me because of it and I lied to you there's one more which is number 10 you're a much needed inspiration to others to all of us and it's self-explanatory and that's why I almost missed it because it's very small (laughs) but you are an inspiration to others and that's something that I have to tell myself too like sometimes I'll get down on myself and I'll say you know I'm not going to do video because who wants to see me on video after the previous experience that I had that I told you guys about that I'm having a hard time ever getting over uh or when I when I think about the podcast you know when I have a very low listens on a podcast that I thought was genius right I I start to tell myself you know no one is listening to you or you know why aren't you thinking of better content I'm very hard on myself and then I'll have someone come up to me out of nowhere and be like I listened to your podcast the other day and I'll say you know how did you hear about it? <laughs> and, you know, it'll be through a friend, through a friend, through a friend, through a friend. You know, someone will have told someone or it came up in conversation and someone said, oh, you know what? I am going to give that a listen. Like if they know that they're going to be seeing me in an outing or something like that. Well, then it just happens to be that one episode, that one episode that I walked away from and I was so hard on myself. And here it's all of the things that they thought was interesting or the things that I was so passionate about. And this light bulb goes off like Evelyn, they were listening. This was making a difference. This is happening, you know, and it's it's not just that. That's just an example. I've got all kinds of things that happen to me where I, I do self-doubt, which is awful. And I think we all do that too, to an extent. And it's usually those times that you come out on the other side, either reflecting back on the changes that were positive and the whole thing, or the ways that you can do it again, only this time be better, take bigger risks, be braver, have the courage to step across that line. And it makes all the difference in the world. And because you are inspiring others, you are facilitating a change that can't be replicated by anybody but you. And sometimes you can fall into something that you didn't see coming. You know, being the person that facilitates that change is an incredible feeling. And I, this podcast is true meaning of that to me. Uh, you know, it is still a journey to better my own self, but the things that I'm learning and the people that I'm meeting and the relationships that I'm forming through having this podcast is immeasurable, priceless. And you all have the ability to create those moments and create those experiences with your ideas, Uh, especially if you believe in the mind, body, spirit and the energy and affirmations and the law of attraction and all of that kind of fun stuff. Because whenever you're meditating and stuff, sometimes ideas just come to you. If you're anything like me, ideas will just come to you. Uh, people, I, 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 I will think of a person or, or a place uh, or an idea. And those are a lot of the things that I put out there. And, you know, sometimes it's scary. My heart will beat real fast. I'm like, oh, I don't know if this is the right thing to do. And then I do it. And it turns out that it's a remarkable decision. Some of the best decisions I've come up with. And then sometimes I do it and it's not as well received. But I learned from those experiences. Why wasn't it well received? What were the thoughts on the other side of that? And that will happen to you too. The biggest part of number 10 though is just keeping in mind that you are inspiring others by every time you share anything. And I've got to keep that in mind too. That's something that I have written down as something to consistently work on and not to stop. I'm going to stop this segment. I'm going to start another one here in a moment. And that way, if you've got to pause it for your work day or whatever it is you're doing right now, you have a moment and then you can start fresh on segment three. All right, 
I gave you a couple extra seconds in there without having to listen to another of the breaks uh, just so that you can have a break, right? In different segments because it's going to be a longer episode. I really missed uh, spending extra time with you guys uh, this weekend. And so I uh, have made an extra long one for you, although I know that this is falling on a Wednesday and a lot of you are working and coming back from vacation, taking a long week or whatever it was, if you had short weeks at work because of the holiday. And I hope that you all enjoyed your holiday with that being said. I, I think I might have said it in the first segment, but uh, nonetheless, we all deserve it, right? So I just went over 10 reasons why being different is cool for the most part. And uh, we covered a lot, right? An anomaly by definition is something that deviates from what is standard, normal, or expected. And used as a sentence, it is, there is a number of abnormalities in the present system. Similar words include oddity, peculiarity, abnormality, irregularity, inconsistency. And I thought that it was a wonderful way to talk to everybody and exercise myself on building enough self-esteem to not worry about being different and take risks and take chances. Because a lot of the time, I'm like a snail. Big strides, big strides, big strides. And then it's the most important times. I uh, start to get afraid. What if people think I'm crazy? What if people think I'm a weirdo? What if people don't think that the idea is as good as my as I think it is, right? And then I crawl back into my shell because that's where it's safe. A lot of the time, I will think to myself, Evelyn, you should have come out with that. Because nine times out of ten, somebody else comes up with that idea. Ten minutes after me. <laughs> ten minutes after me. A week after me. A year after me. Five years after me. And then I'm always telling myself, why didn't I come up with that? And I think a lot of people do that too. I see it on movies all the time where, you know, people are like, man, I could have kicked myself. Because, I mean, that's like the shower for me. When I'm in the shower, I think of all the things I could have said, all the things I could have done, all of the things that I could have, if I could go back and do it all over again, I could be that person who could have come up with that idea first instead of having to adjust to somebody else's wonderful idea. And I always make sure to give credit for those wonderful ideas because as a matter of fact, those people who use those wonderful ideas are the people that I have the most respect for or the people who have the most courage or brave, not afraid of what people think, just coming out and saying how they feel. It's not always well received, which these people usually know before they come out with their ideas in personal and professional settings. But they're always the people who are the people that pave the way for the new routines, the new, the new recipes, the new eating, you know, patterns, the, the way that people are innovating different products and things across the world, the richest people and most successful in their own right, because they've developed things that other people were either afraid to develop, afraid to say afraid to do. It's the risk takers, the courage, the bravery, the consistency, the willingness to not give up. That is the success factor. And it, there's something that has to be said for it, right? And so in, in the goal of polishing my best self and, and trying everything physically and mentally and financially, emotionally, healthy, healthily, if that's a word, um, living the healthy lifestyle, the healthiest lifestyle that I can being addicted to food and it being at every turn, it is at every turn and it is delicious and it makes me feel good. Um, so it doesn't get any easier for those of you who are dieting all the time and it's a lifestyle. It is always going to be there and a necessity to live at the same time not going too far off of <laughs> off of track. Today I am continuing to talk to you about why being different is invited, it's awesome, and how together we can become braver, we can achieve more, we can use these tools to be the innovator or to be the person who breaks the mold. Because I think we all have it in us. We are all built for inspiring others. I think that it's the human way. I think it's the secret is 
learning to be okay with failing and getting back up and trying it again and just trying it some way that's different so that success can still be had at the end of the day. Whether it is something that you're tired of eating and you want to throw something different in your recipe book or a process that you're trying to work through at work and you're afraid to go against the grain because no one's ever thought of that before. No one's ever done it that way before. And that might be the key. That might be the way that changes everything. Or relationships. You do things all the time, the same, the same, the same. And throw some spice in there and see what happens. It could, it could go anywhere, which is amazing right? When you think about it and you think about life and how short it is, it is really something that being comfortable with, it, you just have to sit back and question, were the failures or the times that you fall that bad never to try them again or not to pursue them, not to continue them because everything happens for a reason, right? So we're segueing over to 21 ways to stand out in life and work. This is coming from thriveyard.com. And it is by an author named Duncan Magacu. So you were born to stand out. There's only one of you. You're one of a kind. You're a masterpiece. You have a unique purpose in life. You have something to offer the world. You have special abilities and you are special. Don't be a copy. You are an original. You're a winner. Keep moving forward towards your goals. Be yourself. Be courageous. Let your light shine for all to see. Don't sell yourself short. Inspire others. Empathize with others. Share with others. Make a mark in the world and offer others a helping hand and encourage them to let their star shine brightly. Number one. And again, remember, these are 21 ways to stand out in life and in work. Number one is knowing yourself. Standing out begins by having a good awareness of who you are as a person. It starts from basics such as knowing what makes you happy and what makes you sad, what makes you enjoy doing and what you don't enjoy doing, what you're good at and what you aren't good at. It also involves knowing your dominant skills, knowledge and abilities. On the other hand, knowing yourself entails having an understanding of your weaknesses and shortcomings and taking necessary steps to either learn more skills, improve yourself at work through and with others to help bring out the best in you. The first thing that you have to know is yourself. A man who knows himself can step outside himself and watch his own reactions like an observer. Number two, being a second mile person. Become known as a person who does more than expected. When you have a particular task to do, put in extra care and effort to accomplish it and then deliver an outstanding piece of work that not only makes you happy, but also wows and satisfies the other person. Going the extra mile is hard work and it entails a deliberately and consciously deciding to do more than what's it. Going the extra mile is hard work, and it entails deliberately and consciously deciding to do more than what is expected. Sorry, all. Since few people work on deliberately putting in more effort than necessary by going the extra mile, you, in essence, increase your chances of standing out from others. Do more than is required. What is the distance between someone who achieves their goals consistently and those who spend their lives and careers merely following? The extra mile. Number three is believing in yourself. The strength of your convictions can differentiate you from others. How strongly you believe that you can do something and succeed at it and how you communicate your passions to others to inspire them to join you or follow you in accomplishing your vision is a factor that can separate you from the crowd. Believe strongly that you are capable of achieving what you plan to do. The end goal usually seems overwhelming because at the beginning, it's not clear which path we should take and how we will get from here to there, hence the importance of belief. It keeps you hanging in there as you go through your struggles and figure out the way forward. Whatever the mind can achieve, can conceive and believe, the mind can conceive. Number four, taking calculated risks. Taking risk is what differentiates the doers from the takers. When you passionately believe in a specific course of action and you take a risk to pursue it, 
that sets you apart from those who simply think about and talk about doing something but don't do anything about it. With risk comes the potential for failure or success. You can stand out from the crowd by being known as a person who carefully evaluates situations and opportunities. And when you feel you have sufficient information to take risks, you can take action decisively and unwaveringly. Always bear in mind that your own resolution to succeed is more important than any one thing. Abraham Lincoln said that. Number five. Being a go-to person. There will always be room for a person who helps solve other people's problems. A go-to person is someone people often turn to for advice, help, and support. This is a person who has built a track record of solving issues through their knowledge, expertise, or experience. Stand out by building your credibility as someone reliable, an expert who is excellent at producing high-quality work. Be known for graciously helping others when they're in a fix and being able for quick informal consultations when you give colleagues actionable tips and feedback to resolve challenges. A great thing can only be done by a great person and they do it without effort. That's by John Ruskin. Number six, being authentic. By being real, genuine, and original, you can definitely stand out. Being yourself is not as easy as it sounds. There's a lot of societal pressure to fit in and simply go with the flow. Authenticity begins by looking inward and identifying which personal values have the greatest meaning to you and choosing to live your life in ways that complement your values. It also entails embracing your shortcomings and living your life without letting your shortcomings hold you back. The only thing that will make you happy is being happy with who you are and not who people think you are. My girl Goldie Hawn said that. (laughs) Number seven, helping others. Stand out by helping others. When we make a genuine effort to support other people, we also benefit from the good feelings and happiness that we experience internally. When you have a chance and an opportunity to serve others, do so wholeheartedly. Giving back to others in your own unique way could take different forms such as sharing your knowledge, expertise, volunteering, or monetary donations. It could even be as simple as listening to someone and offering a word of encouragement. Thousands of candles can be lighted from a single candle, and the life of a candle will not be shortened. Happiness never decreases by being shared. That was Buddha. Number eight, having a good attitude. Your attitude impacts both yourself and the people you interact with. Being pleasant and adopting a positive attitude and outlook on life enables one to stand out and form stronger relationships with others. Benefits of a good attitude include having more energy to accomplish your tasks, more happiness. It develops your resilience in coping with everyday challenges and makes you friendlier. In addition, you appreciate the good things that happen to you and you're able to look for solutions more often rather than dwelling on shortcomings and problems. If you have fun and keep a good attitude, people want to work with you. Number nine, dressing for success. One way to stand out is by expressing yourself through your dressing style. You can go bold and vibrant or cool and understated, splash bright colors and mix and match different elements to satisfy your soul as long as you're keeping it classy and appropriate for the occasion. Your appearance sends a strong message to those around you about how you feel about yourself and how you want the world to view you. You can have anything you want if you dress for it. This is by Edith Heed. Number 10. Attention to detail. A differentiating factor in your personal brand is attention to details. It entails taking pride in ensuring that the tasks that you undertake are completed to the best of your ability and are presented in the highest quality that you can offer. In short, ooze both care and professionalism in all that you do. You can stand out both in life and at work by being someone who pays great attention to detail. There's an old saying that the devil is in the details. A keen eye for details can make or break a project. It can reduce a costly rework and save time by getting things done right on the first try. The difference between something good and something great is attention to detail. By Charles R. Swindle. Number 11. Being different. 
In a crowd where everything's the same and conformity and fitting in is the order of the day, you can stand out by being different. It is important to note that this doesn't mean being dissimilar for the sake of being different. Instead, the focus should be on being true to yourself and attaining a higher level of divergence, uniqueness, and independence in things such as the way that you think, the way that you talk, the way that you take a stand on something, the way that you dress, the way that you do your work, the way that you treat others well, etc. Conventional is not for me. I like things that are uniquely flow. I like being different. By Florence Griffith Joyner. Number 12. Being a thought leader. A thought leader is someone who possesses strong and expert knowledge in a specific field and helps to shape and influence opinion. A thought leader stands out because people look up to them for their thoughts, ideas, views, and advice. You can become a thought leader by developing a deep understanding of a specific area, topics, or subjects that deeply interest you, and willing to share your knowledge with others and answer people's questions on your areas of expertise. Thought leaders are informed opinion leaders and the go-to people in their field of expertise. They're trusted sources who move and inspire people with innovative ideas. That was by Denise Brousseau. Number 13, being creative. A person who is imaginative and comes up with original and unique ideas is likely to stand out. In work settings, the creative mind will be in high demand in brainstorming sessions to figure out new solutions, new products, and ways of doing things. The simplest way to inspire your creativity is to ask yourself questions about why things are the way they are and how things can be done differently. This will help you to stimulate different ideas and perspectives that can be further defined, refined, or discarded, and then keep you repeating the questioning process over and over again. Ideas are further improved when you share them with others who will add more insights to improve the final result. Creativity is just connecting things. When you ask creative people how they did something, they feel a little guilty because they didn't really do it. They just saw something. It seemed obvious to them after a while. That's because they were able to connect experiences they've had and synthesize new things. That was Steve Jobs. Number 14, speaking well. You can stand out by mastering the art of speaking well. This entails mastering a few techniques such as how to start conversations, small talk, asking questions, pacing yourself so that you're not speaking too fast or too slow, varying your voice to avoid speaking in monotones, using nonverbal communication appropriately, being polite, and knowing when and where to pause as you talk. A key element to speaking well includes listening well. Listening attentively to the other party or parties show interest through nonverbal cues such as nodding your head, smiling, and making eye contact. Part of the art of speaking well includes how to tactfully and respectfully end a conversation. If you make yourself understood, you're always speaking well. Number 15, having confidence. Having confidence is a surefire way of standing out to both your personal and professional life. People admire and are attracted to confident people. Self-confident people carry themselves with an air of composure, self-assurance, and assertiveness. One way to build confidence is to set goals for yourself. As you accomplish your goals, your confidence rises. And that's true. I've been there. (laughs) And it works in the opposite way, too. The most beautiful thing that you can wear is confidence. Number 16, having a sense of humor, which I love. Humor is an antidote for coping with life's challenges and stresses. People like a bit of humor every now and then. You can stand out by being a person who has a great sense of tasteful humor, a person who sprinkles fun and laughter into conversations and isn't afraid to laugh at him or herself. I love people who make me laugh. I honestly think that it's the thing that I like most is to laugh. It cures a multitude of ills, probably the most important thing in a person. Audrey Hepburn said that. Number 17 learning different languages. A unique way to stand out both in life and at work is by learning new languages. Being bilingual or multilingual gives you an extra edge. It helps you to connect with many people at a deeper level. It also makes one more marketable. 
If you talk to a man in a language that he understands, that goes to his head. If you talk to him in his own language, that goes to his heart. And that was said by Nelson Mandela. I couldn't agree more. Number 18, practicing gratitude. One of my favorite things. This comes up in like every episode. The simplest things in life can make the biggest difference. Stand out by being a person who always says thank you and takes time to appreciate others. Kindness does not cost anything, yet it goes a long way to improve both our lives and those of others. Cultivate the habit of being grateful for every good thing that comes to you and to give thanks continuously. And because all the things have contributed to your advancement, you should include all things in your gratitude. Ralph Waldo Emerson. Number 19, remembering people's names. It sounds great to hear our names being called, yet it can be a challenge to remember people's names, especially the first time you meet them. Forgetting people's names or calling people the wrong name are two things that most people would like to avoid as much as possible. You can stand out and connect with others by making a deliberate effort to listen keenly and remember people's names each time you meet them. Deliberately repeat the name in your mind and use the name once or twice in a sentence when talking to the other person. Because names have power. By Rick Riordan. And I agree with that. Some of the greatest presentations that I've ever seen have been held by people who aren't afraid to ask what people's names are. They always repeat them back to me and they always remember who is who. I don't know if they do special exercises to associate their minds with who they're talking to but it's always people who present the same things over and over and over again with very few variation so to create that pocket in their brain to remember faces with names is incredible to me number 20 dreaming big Identify which big dream you want to achieve in your life when you break down the dream into small, manageable tasks which you can complete one step at a time. Over time, the small steps will gradually add up and push you closer to your big dream. Patience is critical during the journey towards achieving your big dream. You can inspire others by sharing with them your visions of better and brighter futures. A big dream is a substantial wish or an aspiration for something of which we attain it we believe it would fulfill or satisfy an inner longing or desire and that was by the author Duncan Montague number 21 always keep improving one way to stand out in life is by becoming a person who always strives to get better and better every day Take a hard look at areas of your life where you feel that you can do better and identify ways to make incremental changes. Give yourself personal targets, such as, I will learn two new skills every year, or I will read a relevant book every month or watch an uplifting online video every week. Stand out at work by actively working on improving your skills, knowledge, and abilities. This can be accomplished through deliberately taking advantage of on-the-job training, off-site training, free online courses, reading books, watching educational videos, and learning from your colleagues. I never did anything worth doing by accident, nor did any of my inventions come indirectly through accident, except the phonograph. No, when I fully decided that that result is worth getting, I go about it and make a trial after trial until it comes. And that was Thomas Edison. A local favorite of ours here in South Florida. And there you have it, folks. That was the list of the 21 ways to stand out in life and at work. There are certainly different perspectives that you can have on going against the grain. And ways that you can deal with the fear of rejection, which I talked about a couple episodes ago. What's magical about these resources that are available to us is that they give you the opportunity to say, out of those, I do that already. Or, you know what, I've always wanted to do that and never had the courage to do so. Or again, the bravery or the imagination. I always think that if I share this with anybody, this vision that I have, that other people will think that it's crazy when really it could be the missing ingredient to the recipe of success. At any rate, I've kept you long enough this beautiful Wednesday or whenever it is that you decide to listen to this. 
I hope that you were able to get a lot out of it. And I hope that you feel comfortable in listening to it multiple times or sticking with me for the episodes that are to come. Remember that I have new episodes every Saturday and Wednesday at eight o'clock in the morning, Eastern time. And I'm also available on Life Over Matter podcast on Instagram. If you want to follow me there, you're more than welcome to, or share this with your family and your friends. I would uh, love to be able to impact as many people as possible while I'm on the journey of trying to be my best self. So I hope that your midweek or whenever this is that you're listening to this goes by fast and productive and amazing. And until next time, have a wonderful morning, a great afternoon, and a good night.